Memphis looking to help. Shot clock is full. Jokic has to put it up. Falling away, puts it up. If you guys want to follow social media, I'm going to plug it again. Instagram is John O'Halloran15. Twitter is underbar John underbar O'Halloran. And the take the lead is TTL on both Instagram and Twitter. And I'm coming this episode by myself today. Ryan couldn't make it, but that's okay. I still got to bring you guys an episode. Uh, first, we're going to start. We've got a lot here for you guys. First, we're going to start with basketball. I only got one basketball story. Um, and it's the Lakers and Anthony Davis agreed to NBA record three-year, $186 million max uh, dollar extension uh, at an average of $62 million per season. The deal represents the richest annual contract, Adrian Rowski uh, added. Uh, he has a total of uh, two years and nearly 84 um, remaining on his uh, current deal, which he signed in 2020. Uh, Davis's three-year extension, which kicks in during the 25-26 campaign, will keep on the contract the Lakers through 2028. Uh, he averaged 25.9 points and 12.5 rebounds over 56 games last season for the Lakers. He anchored one of the league's best defense uh, defense to help the Lakers reach Watch Conference Finals. Um, he's, he has battled injuries in recent years. But that's why I kind of think his contract is kind of crazy with the injuries he's had over the last few years. Missing, missing at least 26 games in each of the past three seasons. Um, it's, that's... A lot of money for a guy who's been injured a lot the last few seasons. Um, I don't know. I just, I really, I just, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, he did miss the All-Star game this past year, um, or this past season. Uh, he did make uh, eight straight from uh, 2014 to 2021. Um, I don't know. It just, it's, it's just, it's, it's a, a lot of money for a guy who's consistently been injured over the last few years. But obviously, you no know, Lakers like him. Um, you no know, Lakers made a lot of moves uh, during this offseason. Uh, and I didn't expect them to make the Western Conference Finals last year. Um, I definitely think they're built to get back there again, depending if Anthony Davis can stay healthy, depending if that team can stay healthy. But, you know, three years for a guy, like I said, who's just been injured a lot. I, that, that, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, if he can stay healthy... These next three years, I definitely could see the Lakers getting back to the conference finals. I could definitely see the Lakers getting back to the even the NBA finals. As crazy as that sounds, but um, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't give him that kind of deal. That that's a lot of money for a guy who hasn't been healthy a lot. But um, and I just that's a lot for a guy who's been injured. Um, next we're gonna jump into football. Uh, Cooper Cup sideline with another injury. This time it's a hamstring injury. Um, last year, we all remember that. No, he got hurt last year. Um, Cup, uh, uh, Cup had an MRI on the injured hamstring, and the team will be uh, cautious with the uh, with him. Uh, Scheffler adds, um, he walked off the field uh, with trainers third missing to practice. Do not return. I saw it look like he uh, came up a little bit. Uh, I saw he looked like he came up a little a bit on the red zone route. Then I just know they. Uh, told me he was out of practice, head coach Sean McAvey said. 
I hope it's okay, McAvey added. Uh, but I mean, uh, we got to be able to go to practice. Uh, guys have to be, be able to step up. Obviously, we're much better than we. Uh, th uh, we're obviously much better when he's here, and I hope he's going to be okay. Um, he missed uh, the second half of the 2022 season after suffering high ankle sprain. He underwent a procedure to fix the alignment in November and entered training camp healthy. Um, and he was having a campaign before uh, going down with the ankle injury. He had 75 catches for 812 yards, 6 touchdowns in 9 games last season. Uh, Cup has 508 catches for 6,329 receiving yards and 46 touchdowns in 80 career games. Now, in the last few seasons, Cooper Cup has been one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. You know, the year they won the Super Bowl, that season was unreal, the season he had uh, the year they won the Super Bowl. Um, one of the main reasons why they were, you know, were there, when they were there, one of the main reasons why they won, um, you know, you definitely need a guy like that to be able to, you know, help your team win. And the last year, the Rams were a huge disappointment. You know, a lot of people thought they were going to, you know, repeat what they did the year before when they won the Super Bowl. A lot of people thought they were going to be, I thought they were going to be contenders. I had them making the playoffs last year. And, um, they just had a very disappointing season, bunch of injuries. Uh, I think they were the first team, first defending Super Bowl champions um, to have a record under 500. I believe they were. Um, you know, the year they won the Super Bowl, I uh, played all 17 games, had uh, 145 receptions, 1,947 1, yards, 16 touchdowns. Um, the postseason was also good. Uh, 33 receptions, 478 yards. You no know, won the Super Bowl MVP that year. Um, interested. That's a guy you need on the field. And it's unfortunately, you no, know, he's getting these injuries, having these injuries. Um, you just, it's just that, that's the type of player you need on the. That's a type of player that you definitely need on the field. And it's unfortunate, you no, know, he had another injury, and hopefully, it's not going to injure us. We can keep him up for a long time. Um, because you need that kind of player on the field to help your team win. You definitely don't want Cooper Cup to miss time, especially with him being, you know, 30 years old and having these injuries already happening to him at 30. Um, you definitely don't want that to happen at this point in your career. But uh, hopefully, Cooper Cup's, hopefully Cooper Cup's being okay. Hopefully he can come back from this and help this you know, Rams team get back to where they just a few years ago. Uh, Jonathan Taylor requested a trade from the Colts. Um, what is going on in Indianapolis? Um, Jim Ersray says a team won't trade him. Uh, the request comes shortly after Ersray uh, and Taylor met on the uh, owner's bus at the uh, practice. Uh, this was an article came out seven days ago. It's about a week ago. Um, if I die tonight and Jonathan Taylor is uh, out of the league, uh, no one's going to uh, miss us. Uh, Ersray told reports after meeting with Taylor, according to James Boyd of The Athletic. The league goes on. We know that. The National Football League rolls on. It doesn't uh, matter who comes in, uh, who goes. It's a privilege to be part of it. Um, it was uh, just a good conversation. Esri uh, added after the uh, after his meeting with Taylor, according to Kevin Bowen of the, Bowen of the Athletic. I would just uh, hopeful going forward, uh, looking forward to a great season. Hopefully, Jonathan's a big part of it. Um, No, he has a fourth, uh, f four point three million base salary in twenty twenty three, according to over the cap. He's scheduled to become a restricted free agent next season. No, uh, he's been with the Colts since being selected in the second round of the twenty twenty draft. He has three thousand eight hundred forty one yards in uh, forty three career games. You know, just like going back to uh, Cooper Cup. You no, know, Jonathan Taylor is another player you definitely want on the field. Um, you know, just a few years ago, he had an, a, an amazing season. 
Um, uh, last year's season was cut short due to injuries. Um, no, just just back in 2021, no, 1,811 yards, uh, 18, 18 touchdowns. Um, Last season was the best season for him. Uh, he did have 861 yards and four touchdowns. But it was definitely down season for him with the injuries. Um, I just, I do not get what, I just don't know what's going on in, um, going on in Indianapolis. Uh, obviously, you know, me being Eagles, I mean, I think any team, not just, I mean, being an Eagles team, but I think any team would take a you know, Jonathan Taylor on their team. Um, I'll be, it's going to be interesting to see if he's going to get traded, you know, uh, we just had the Hall of Fame game the other, uh, just on Thursday. Uh, preseason games start. I uh, preseason games actually start. Uh, in, uh, today's August fifth, so August tenth. Uh, we're five days in pre preseason. We're about a month away from the season. It'll be interesting if the Colts trade a player like him because you know if you trade Jonathan Taylor, you can get definitely a haul from getting you know, a bunch of first round picks from him. You probably get at least a decent or two players back from him. Um, there's also rumors going around that uh, Jonathan Taylor hurt his back, but uh, he came out and denied uh, those parts of his uh, back injury before training camp. Uh, I sent a tweet saying, number one, never had a back pain. Uh, two, never uh, reported the back pain. So he says, not sure whose sources are, but he said, find new ones. Um, Taylor's comments are following Stephen uh, Hurl's ESPN reports that the uh, field is a pre-training camp physical. Holder also reported that the Colts are uh, considering moving forward from the physical and able to perform list to the non uh a non-football uh, injury list as a result. The team reportedly uh, learned about the apparent back injury when uh, the running back reported for training camp Tuesday. Additionally, Mike uh, Capella of Fox 59 reports that uh, he suffered a back injury, saying he sustained his alignment while working out on his uh, own in Arizona. If placed on the non-football uh, injury list, Indianapolis can without uh, hold his salary from uh, John Taylor once the season starts. Already said it, uh, $4.3 million in 2023. Um, like I said, he requested a trade Saturday after meeting with owner Jim Isray on his private bus during practice. Um, he is seeking a new deal when he's set to free agency. Obviously, you know, if the Colts don't obviously sign him, he's definitely going to get that back somewhere else. Um, I don't know. I just, first, you know, you know, we hear that, you know, he wants to get traded. Then a report comes out saying he had a back injury. I just, like I said, I don't know what's going on in Indianapolis. Something's going out in the Indy. Um, I'm actually interested to see if he's going to be a Colt when the season starts. If not, uh, no, they're going to put him on the non-football uh, injury injury list. Um, there were rumors that no, there were a lot of teams interested in him. There's rumors that the Chiefs of all teams could go out and get him. Just imagine Jonathan Taylor joining an offense that already has Patrick Holmes, already has you no know, uh, Travis Kelsey. Uh, that team would be absolutely ridiculous. Adding Jonathan Taylor to that team already—I mean, they were already Super Bowl you no know, contenders, already Super Bowl favorites again. But adding adding Jonathan Taylor to that team, to that offense, would absolutely be crazy. Um, there was also rumors that the you know Patriots could obviously go and after Patriots could go uh, go out and go get him. Um, but I'm mean, very interesting to see if he would be a uh, Colt by the time the um by the time the season starts. Uh, speaking about more running backs, Ezekiel Elliott. This is why I wish Ryan was kind of uh, Ryan could have been on the podcast today because I want to see what Ryan would have to say about this. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is uh, visit, uh, was visiting the Patriots just last Saturday. Um, 
No, he's among the one of the top free uh, top free agent running backs available, along with the, obviously Dalvin Cook and Kareem Hunt and Leonard, uh, Leonard Fournette. Patriots will work out Leonard Fournette. Obviously, that didn't go anywhere. Um, he spent obviously his first half season the Cowboys prior to his release. Uh, Elliott led the NFL rushing two of his uh, first three seasons um, as he quickly emerges one of the top running backs in his early years. But obviously, you know his protection started to decline. Um, he rushed for a career worst 3.8 yards per carry in 2022 and ended the season with 876 rushing yards, uh, his lowest of his NFL career. Uh, New England heads into the off season, uh, heads into the season on off season, heads into the season with uh, Romandre Stevenson as the league's running back, but the team lacks depth behind him. Um, second year uh, pros appear strong, and Kevin Harris are the Mungs, uh backs from behind him. Um, no, is the, no he, he wouldn't be bad. Uh, no, a bad back, a bad backup to Rondre Stevenson. No, Rondre Stevenson, I'm pretty sure he had a 1,000 uh, rushing yards last year. Um, let me look that up before I talk out of my ass. Yeah, last year he had 10th, he had uh, 1,040 rushing yards. Um, no, I mean, and, and also Ezekiel Elliott's not the same running back he used to be anymore. But you know, he wouldn't be a he wouldn't be a bad backup somewhere. Obviously, now he's at the point where he, you know, he's probably going to be a, a backup running back on teams. Um, but just I, I don't know. I mean, we, it's been seven days since he, uh, you know, visited the Patriots. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, honestly, I just I don't really see Ezekiel Elliott going. If the Patriots don't sign Ezekiel Elliott. I honestly don't see Ezekiel Elliott going anywhere. Um, but like I said, I, I really wish Ryan was here so I could hear what Ryan had to say about, you know, um, about this. Uh, speak up more about Patriots. Um, Juju Smith Schuster reveals why he signed with the Patriots. Um, he says when they got Bill O'Brien, when when they got Bill O'Brien, it was kind of a no-brainer. Uh, said the wide who signed a three-year, thirty-three million dollar deal in March, just because I know how the system is and uh, how it works and how uh, he works the offense. Belich- uh, Belichick is as uh, as a head coach and uh, into bring uh, Ob and bringing uh, Mike Lesky and those other guys and uh, all these key pieces. It was kind of just like wow, it's a great fit. Um, obviously, no shoes. Uh, Juju's probably going to be the number one wide receiver in this Patriots offense. Um, I think. No, I think that hiring uh, Bill O'Brien was a great move for the Patriots because last year you had Matt Patricia calling offensive plays. Matt Patricia is not um, is not an offensive play calling coach. He, he's a de- defensive coach, and we also saw how bad Mac Jones was last year. The Patriots offense wasn't good at all. Um, we want to say uh, he's a smart OC, as uh, 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 you said of O'Brien. I love his coaching style. He's just one of those dudes that you uh, want to play hard for because he's doing his best to put all the right spots. Um, they want to say uh, the dude, uh, doing just talk about Mac Jones saying the dude, he's a spark. Uh, 
a juju set of uh, Mac Jones uh, celebra- uh, celebration. Uh, he's a spark of our offense. It starts with him, and he's uh, kind of uh, just all fed up, fed off of it. Uh, once that's uh, going on, uh, the O line uh, to the running backs, to the receivers, the tight ends were all just uh, pouring in. Uh, when he's having fun, we're uh, we're having fun. Uh, the confidence level is uh, through the roof right now. Um, now this is big. Um, you know, I I. I I think Bill O'Brien, because with Mac Jones, Mac Jones' rookie year, Mac Jones had a great rookie year, a, a very good rookie year. Led the Patriots to what was it, a ten and eleven and five? Uh, what was it, a ten and seven record? They went ten and seven, whatever. Uh, ended up getting the cheeks clapped to um to the Bills in the playoffs. But you know, I think you no know, Bill O'Brien coming in. I think Bill O'Brien can definitely get Mac Jones where Mac Jones was his rookie year. I also definitely think. I mean, I'm not saying Juju is you know, a type of receiver that's going to make. Mac Jones a Pro Bowl and make Mac Jones an MVP candidate, but I think no having no Juju can definitely somewhat help Mac Jones to get what he used to, because when uh, Mac Jones really hasn't had a lot of receivers to throw to since you no know, coming to the NFL, uh, now he's got uh, no a, a decent I'm not saying great a decent receiver in um, Juju. Um, Mac Jones also wanted to say um, Patriots have enough offensively. He says, we have a great group of guys already, Jones said Thursday when asked about potentially uh, making a pitch for free agents who have been leaked to the Patriots. Coming together as offense, it's really important for us. I'm happy with the guys that have uh, we have in the room. <coughs> Excuse me. He said, he also wanted to say, I really do think we have enough. I think we have plenty enough. Uh, the offense line looks really good right now. The skills player look great right now. And uh, like I said, the older guys are really setting the standard. Uh, multiple inside players have been linked to the Patriots, including like uh, Davin Cook, like I said, Ezekiel Elliott, who visited the team last week. Uh, RC DeAndre Hopkins went with the Patriots, but ended up signing with the Titans. Uh, the Patriots, whose offense ranked 17th total points, 22 signed, uh, already talked about Juju, Mike Kolesky, um, Obviously, like I said, sent, uh, named Bill O'Brien, offensive coordinator. Uh, he says there's still uh, things we need to uh, work on, but I think the uh, rules and standards have been set, so we just have to meet uh, that as players. I think the coaches have done a great job, said Jones, uh, who uh, also uh, especially praised uh, O'Brien's system. Um, his rookie year, I saw rookie like I said, uh, had a down season last year. He finished the with 14 touchdown passes and 11 interceptions in 14 games. Um, he says the uh, the offense. I put a lot uh, th- uh, I put a lot of thought into enjoying the game, especially practice. Jones said it's uh, good to have fun. He also added uh, to win. Uh, you have to do a lot of really good things consistently all the time. I feel like I need to do that uh, better and try to uh, lead the team uh, more so from uh, the mental side of stuff. Um, I think this you know I think this season is you know a huge. Is definitely a huge make and break year for Mac Jones and the Patriots. Um, the last year was a like I said was a down season for the Patriots. Um, did they go? What was the record last year? Was it eight and nine or seven and ten? I don't remember this. I know they sucked last year. They were eight and nine last season. So, um. I think this is a big. I think this is a break, a make break year for Mac Jones. I, I I don't think Mac. If Mac Jones doesn't have a good season this year, if you no know, Bill O'Brien can't fix Mac Jones, I think this is the last time we're gonna see uh, Mac Jones in Pages uniform uh, this season. Um, 
But no, I like I said, I'm, I'm not I'm not a Patriots fan. Never have been a Patriots fan. But I I feel like you no know, Bill O'Brien's a right guy to help this offense to get you know what it used to be. I think Bill O'Brien's a right guy to fix Mac Jones' mechanics. Um, like I said, no way. Matt Patricia. Now having Matt, I think that was a big downfall for the Patriots last year. I think if you had Bill O'Brien last year, I, I feel like the Patriots could have somewhat better than they were last year. Um, Matt Patricia, like he's he was not an offensive, not offensive coach. I, I don't know what Bill Belichick was doing there, um, but no, having Bill O'Brien there, I really think. I mean, I think the Patriots could be a dark horse this season. I feel it could be a dark horse this season. I already, I already have a great defense. Um, no, from Mac Jones said he likes what they have on offense. Um, no, having a great defense obviously is what you need in football. You can have a great, I mean, look at the 2000, um, I know I'm, I should be carrying these, comparing these two teams, but look at the 2000 Baltimore Ravens. Their freaking quarterback was Trent Dilfer. And I'm not saying this defense is just like the 2000, uh, Ravens, but pitch got a great defense. Um, I definitely think the Patriots could be a dark horse contender. You know, I saw, uh, I, I didn't read the article, I just saw the article, and it says uh, Patriots could be legit Super Bowl contenders. Um, I think this is a big year for the Patriots coming up. Um, and if they have a disappointing season, like I said, if Mac Jones has a disappointing season, I think the Patriots can move on from Mac Jones. And it's going to be interesting if they have another disappointing season. What happens with Bill Belichick? Um, but like I said, I think this is a year the Patriots... Um, Make a break here for the Patriots. Uh, Emma Rogers said it's going to be a uh, few-year partnership with the Jets. Um, Rogers said uh, Tuesday his stint with uh, New York Jets will be a few-year partnership. Uh, the quarterback's comments come after he recently signed a uh, signed a rework deal with the uh, Jets. Rogers' guaranteed money over the next two seasons will fall from. Roughly 110 to 75 million under the restricted uh, agreement. As a result, his cap hit for the following three campaigns was 8.9 million, 17.2 million, 23.9 million to over cap. He said, "It's a win-win for everybody." Rogers said, "A win for me. I get paid a ton of money. A win for the uh, a win for the team. We get a low cap number and uh, deferred some cash. A win for other guys that we can bring in and sign." Uh, I have no. Uh, I have no complaints. I'm not missing it at uh, He says I'm I'm not missing it at all. Um, he said it's about our guys at the um, it's a uh, it's about our guys at the end of camp. We could bring in Rogers. Explained. There's obviously more trades now that we've seen across the league. Bigger names at the uh, deadline than maybe my first couple years in the league. Um, just like the Patriots, I this is, I you know Jets Jets got a good defense. Very good defense. Sauce Gardner already in the second year in the league. Sauce Gardner is already one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Got a great defense. Um, now bringing Aaron Rodgers. You no, know, Jets made a bunch of moves off season. Bringing in Alan Lazard. Obviously getting um, getting um, Aaron Rodgers. And those rumors are going to bring in, and they might even sell, sign Dalvin Cook. Um, I just. I, it makes me wonder what how good this Jets team is going to be. Obviously, Evan Rodgers last year in Green Bay, not a very, not a very good season. Um, but you know, you go back and look at that Packers team. Evan Rodgers didn't have a lot on offense. He didn't have a lot to throw to. Now he's going to a team that uh, already has a very good, very good defense. Um, 
You got Garrett Wilson. You got uh, Alan Lazard. You got Brees Hall. If you bring in Davlin Cook, it really makes me wonder how good this Jets team is going to be. Um, as you guys know, me being an Eagles fan, I remember you know, back in 2011, I think it was, when they signed Nazmi Ottawa. Nazmi Azamwa, they know they signed all these players, and Vince Young during training camp said this is like a dream team, and that team ended up going. I think they went eight and eight or something. I think they went eight and eight. Then the following year they went four and twelve. Um, it's really gonna make me wonder how good this Jets team is going to be. Um, I personally think they'll make the playoffs. I, I just don't think they're going to win the division. I think they can give a run for the, for the Bills' money, but I don't see them winning the division. I see the Jets winning that division. I mean, the Bills winning the division, not the Jets. I see the Bills winning that division once again. Um, but it will be funny you know, to see you know, the, Jet, the Jets coming out and spending all this money just for them to miss the playoffs. But you no, know, Evan Rodgers finally has weapons to throw to. He's got a lot of good, decent weapons at offense. Like I said, they already got the defense. Um, I definitely do see the Jets making the playoffs. But um, at the same time, it would be pretty funny if this team does shit the bed and not make the playoffs. Alvin Kamara uh, spent three games for his 2022 Las Vegas incident. Um, NFL announced Friday that uh, they suspended him uh, for three uh, games for his role in the fight outside of Las Vegas nightclub in 2022. Kamara reached into plea agreement in July that he no longer faces a felony charge for the incident that took place before the Pro Bowl. Um, he addressed the incident uh, to the media Friday before uh, the suspension. He said, I was completely wrong. I was I, uh, I embarrassed the Saints. I embarrassed my family, my mother. I embarrassed myself. I embarrassed the city in the uh, shielded uh, in, uh, in the shield. Obviously embarrassing NFL, uh, Kamara said. Um, you know, he's, he's been a hell of a player you know, since he's been in the NFL. 2017, Office of Rookie of the Year. You're in five Pro Bowl bursts and uh, two second team All Pro nuts since New Orleans drafted him. He topped 1,300 scrimmage yards each uh, year in the NFL. Um, he racked up 5,135 yards, 49 touchdowns rushing uh, to go along with 40, uh, 430 receptions for 3,753 yards in 22 touchdowns in 80 career games. Um, North uh, Kamara available to start the campaign. The Saints are expected to rely on veteran running backs Jamal Williams, who joined the uh, club's soft season. Um, now the Saints are they're three and seven without Alvin Kamara over his uh, career. That, that's three and seven. But the thing about the Saints, Saints got a very very good uh, defense. I I mean, like I said, you all you need in football, yeah, you need a good offense, but all you really need more is a good defense. And Saints, Saints got a very good defense. Um, and the thing about the Saints, their their schedule, the quarterbacks are playing this year, they're not that good. Then they got the Titans, Ryan Tannehill. Then um, I lost it. Hold on. Technical difficulties, folks.
Hold on. All right, sorry about that. So they got me the, the defense. Ryan Tannehill. Then they uh, play the Panthers. Obviously, Panthers already named Bryce Young the quarterback. Then they play uh, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Mac Jones, um, C.J. Stroud. I mean, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence is uh, finally becoming a uh, no decent quarterback. Uh, I, I, I don't know who the Colts are going to name the uh, the quarterbacks. Probably Anthony Richardson or Richards, whatever his name is. Um, Jordan Love, um, Desmond Riddler. I mean. This Saints team, I mean, with their, the, the quarterbacks are playing, this team could be really good. Uh, with the defense are being good and the quarterbacks are playing, I think the Saints could be a team that could obviously surprise a lot of people. Um, I mean, they are playing shit quarterbacks that have very good defense, even without Alvin Kamara. I mean, I think you know, he's always going to miss the Titans game, the Panthers game, the Packers game, and he'll come back October 1st versus the Buccaneers. Um I mean, at this point, with the quarterbacks they're playing, the defense they have, I don't think the Saints really need him. Um, but, you know, it's... But, like, again, that's the type of play you definitely need on the field to compete. Uh, one more NFL uh, kind of sad news here. Johnny Manziel says he uh, attempted suicide after release from the Browns. Um, he says, I plan to do everything I want to do at my point in my life. Spend much money as possible could and do my plan. And, and uh, then my plan was to take my life, Manziel said, according to ESPN's uh, Jack Trotter. I wanted to get I wanted to get as bad as uh, humility as possible to where it made sense. It made sense like an excuse in and out for me. Jeez, um, man. Um, so there's a story coming out, uh, a documentary coming out that says uh, Untold Johnny Football, which is a scheduled release October 8th, three days, that he suffered significant weight loss and uh, started using Oxycontin and, and uh, cocaine daily following the 2015 NFL season. Manziel said he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and refused to enter rehab. He added that he began self-sobitating uh, uh, at one point, eventually uh, going on a $5 million bender before attempted a suicide with a gun. Jeez. However, he said the weapon uh, manufactured when he pulled the trigger. He's still to this day, I don't know what happened, but the gun uh, just clicked on me, he said. Um, Manziel apparently met Pat McAfee show Friday to talk about the documentary. He said that was something that I excited to do, excited to tell my story. I'm extremely satisfied, satisfied, Manziel said. It's kind of the way that I wanted to tell this story. I wanted to reflect on the college situation um, well in my time uh, at Texas A&M because those times uh, were legendary. Um, he said, I sit here with more gratitude every day and gratitude towards the small things, Manziel said Friday. I was able to put my life into a little bit different perspective after going through something like that because uh, that was dark for me. Um, now, that that's sad. Um, it's obviously unfortunate, you know, the way Johnny Manziel's career went. In college, he was a great, he was a great quarterback in college. I couldn't stand him in his college. I hated Johnny Manziel when he was in college. Just a money celebration, too. The way he would act, I hated him. Then to go see NFL, and I hate to say this, I know that this is messed up to say, when he failed in the NFL, 
and I shouldn't say this because it sucks to see people fail, especially something he worked so hard to get to. I was happy he failed. I was so happy with the game. I think it was against the Cincinnati Bengals when he started. Uh, and he was just shit. He played awful. And the Bengals players kept you no know, doing the money celebration. Um, I was happy he failed in the NFL. And I shouldn't be happy that you know, he failed. He worked hard to get there. And it just didn't work out the way he wanted it to. Now, hearing this, you know, this is one of the main reasons why I plug my social media for you guys. You know, is so you guys, if you guys are ever feeling down, that's why I plug my social media. So if you guys are ever feeling down, you can you know message me and talk to me. No, and I, no, I'm, no, I'm glad Johnny Manziel is still here. No, I'm glad that gun didn't go off. Um, I'm glad that no he didn't lose his life. Um, I'm glad he's a better place right now. I'm glad that he's okay. And I know if you guys ever feel like you're in a situation, you know, if your life is weighing down on you, I'm serious. Message me. Go talk to someone. Call someone. You know, people are here for you. People are here for you no matter what. People would love, I, I would love for you guys to message me if you guys are ever feeling down. Um, but like I said, I'm glad Johnny Manziel's, John, Johnny Manziel's okay. And like I said, no, I, I, I shouldn't have been happy he failed in the NFL. Um, I shouldn't have been happy, um, you know, to see his career gone the way it did. You know, it's unfortunate that it went the way he did. Uh, it's unfortunate you know, how his career happened. But no, it's a good thing. You no, know, he's still here. Um, and we're gonna finish off with some baseball. Um, MLB trade deadline. Um, a lot of trades happened. A lot of surprise ones happened. Um, I'm going to just uh, say a few of them. Um, Yankees acquired Spencer Haywood from the um, Rangers uh, for cash considerations. Uh, San Diego acquired Scott Barlow from Kansas City. Kansas City got uh, Henry Williams. Um, Red Sox acquired Louis Arias from the uh, <coughs> Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Red Sox traded uh, Bradley uh, Belk, uh, Bellhawk. Uh, Dodgers got Ron Yardborough. Uh, Kansas City got uh, Devin Mann and uh, shortstop uh, Darlin uh, Ferragro. Uh, San Diego got uh, Garrett Cooper and Shane Reynolds from Miami. Miami got uh, Ryan Weathers. Um, Miami uh, acquired Josh Bell from the uh, Cleveland Guardians. Miami traded uh, uh, Gene Secura, who uh, Cleveland ended up even designated for assignment, and uh, Kyle Watson. Um, Mets. Mets made a bunch of trades. They uh, got uh, Phil uh, Blickford and Adam R. Krolik from the Dodgers for cash considerations. Um, Baltimore got Jack Flaherty from uh, St. Louis. St. Louis got uh, Cesar Paltro, uh, Drew Roman, Zach uh, Schuwalter. Um, Phillies got Michael Lorzon. Uh, Detroit got uh, infielder Yu uh, Hu Lee. Uh, Justin Verlander got traded back to the um, got back traded back to Houston. Uh, Mets got uh, Drew Gilbert and Ryan uh, Clifford. Um, Toronto got uh, Paul uh, Dijon and Cash. Uh, St. Louis got uh, Matthew Solvson. Um, San Francisco got AJ Pollock uh, from Seattle. Uh, I just 
a lot of trades happened. The biggest team, uh, Rangers, Rangers, a bunch of made a bunch of uh, moves. Jordan Montgomery uh, and uh, Chris uh, Stratton from St. Louis. Um, Jordan Hicks got traded to uh, Toronto. St. Louis is obviously selling. Uh, Max Scherzer got traded to. Um, I think I talked about this last week. Got traded to uh, <coughs> to the Rangers. I think I both talked about it last week. Um, I'm very, very disappointed in the Red Sox. You know, you see all these teams making these moves, and the Red Sox, they had the, they were the best team in July. Were they fifteen and six, or six and fifteen, or something? Or no, uh, six, sixteen and five, or fifteen and six, or something like that. They had the best July. They're the hottest team coming out of the All Star break. At one point, you were a wild card team. You should have gone out. You should have gone out, and you should have been buyers. You should have gone out, and you should improve this team. You should have gone out and got starting pitching. James Paxton got rocked yesterday. He gave up two home runs to the first, what, four batters, three batters. He got absolutely rocked yesterday. <coughs> Excuse me. Red Sox lost again. You know, it's disappointing. You know, last week when Ryan was on the podcast, I praised High and Bloom, saying they got the fourth best farm system in baseball. Um, and after this, they go out and they don't do anything. They go out and they didn't do anything. They absolutely should have gone out and they shouldn't improve this team. They also disgusted trading uh, Justin Turner with the Marlins. Uh, the Red Sox and Marlins had uh, had uh, trade talks for uh, Justin Turner. The Marlins Portlands uh, felt uh, <coughs> the Marlins uh, reportedly felt a deal for Turner was close, but prevented for, uh, trades for Josh Bell and Jake Berger. Um, Turner signed a one-year deal with the Red Sox. Uh, having a very good season, <coughs> season with the Red Sox. Um, he's slashing 286, 356, 481, and 17 home runs and 71 runs, 71 runs batted in. Um, the only thing they did was they trade Kike, got rid of Kike, and they get, uh, Louis Urias from the Brewers, who I never even heard of. You know, like I said, this team, they were just a few games out of a wild card spot, playing the best baseball in July. What was 16 and 5 or 15 and 6 out of the, uh, All Star break? You got your ass kicked yesterday. Uh, they were just in Seattle uh, for three games. Lost that series. Um, uh, you know you were you should have gone out and you should have you, you should have gone out and you should have been by. You should have got at least you know maybe two starting decent pitchers or a starting decent pitcher. You could have got you no know, two decent uh, relief pitchers to help your uh, bullpen. You could have got another bat. Um, but it seems like the Red Sox they're waiting for Trevor Story to come back. It seems like they're waiting for Chris Sale to come back. And I hate to say it, those two players are not going to save your season. Chris Sale is a shell of himself. He's not good anymore. He's in the play has been constantly injured. Trevor Story is another player who I they overpaid way too much money for. Um, you know, it's disappointing. This team was the hottest team coming out of the All-Star break. And now they're falling. Now they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. Um, just very disappointing that the Red Sox are one of the biggest losers of the trade deadline. Um, you know, seeing players like they could have got, they could have gone out and got Drake Flattery. You didn't have to give up a lot because obviously he's not you no know, what he used to be anymore. Um, <clears throat> there's rumors that they were interested in Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander could have helped this team out. Um, but disappointing that the Red Sox don't go and do anything. Another disappointing season. You no, know, being as hot as they were in July, now they're back to what they were. You no, know, at this point where they were last season. Um, but that's in the, the podcast, guys. Thanks for listening. You guys are the best. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and you'll be hearing my voice 
once again next Saturday. Goodbye. And